Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime, the weekly USFL predicting podcast this week, predicting week nine of the 2023 USFL season. Incredible that we only have two weeks left of the regular season and then four weeks left until there's no football for two months. That's going to suck. It'll be boring. I won't have the weekly uploads. Yeah. Um, so, and just a little like thing to look forward to. I'm hoping to do an episode on Dalvin Cook either today or Sunday. So just hoping to bring that to you. So time to start with the USFL. So the way this is going to work is uh, I'm going to look at last week's slate of games and I'm going to talk about each game and then I'm going to look at this upcoming week's slate of games and talk about each game, give predictions, score, outcome, and just predictions for player performances and things like that. And before we get into the content, just a few messages. This is not gambling advice. I truly mean that I'm not responsible that for any money that was lost gambling on things said in this podcast. And this podcast is currently not sponsored. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, my email will be in the description. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The link to all of those will be in the description. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. It takes about a second. Costs absolutely nothing. And you can always undo it if you change your mind later. Make sure to ding that bell or subscribe or follow or whatever on whatever platform you're on to never miss an episode. Let's get into it. So, Houston Gamblers at Pittsburgh Maulers. The Gamblers won. It was a clean sweep with the South defeating the North in every game. The North is just not competitive. And then, but it was close. It was close, but Pittsburgh falls to two and six. Gamblers rise to five and three. The Stars lost in a rematch of the championship to the Birmingham Stallions. 27-24 back and forth game. Alex McGoo with the game-winning touchdown pass. And the Stars still at the top of their division, but not because they're good. It's because the other teams in their division absolutely suck. They are at 4-4 four and four and have yet to clinch a playoff berth. And about week 9, a lot of uh, playoff berths can be clinched. I think Birmingham, with a win and a loss of the other South teams, will can clinch a spot, but I'm not sure it's possible. I don't know. If Birmingham wins, they'll be at 7-2. and two. And so they won't clinch a playoff spot. It's very competitive. But if they win out, they clinch a playoff spot. And if Birmingham, and if only one or two teams from the South lose, I think that might eliminate them. I'm not sure. And then Memphis Showboats at New Jersey General. Showboats lost three in a row to start the season, then won 
the next five. They are incredible. And then Panthers at Breakers. The Breakers win again. All right, now let's look at week nine, starting it off with <coughs> the Panthers and the Maulers. And the Panthers are led on offense by Josh Love. And their receiver, Jay Quinn, hasn't been doing too bad. But And Stevie Scott has been named the starter at running back with an injury to Reggie Corbin, number three. He is currently inactive. He is out for the game. I think I forgot what type of injury, but I think it's something to do with his chest or ribs. He... Suffered an injury a few weeks ago and then got injured again last week. He is out. This is a huge thing. The real driver of that uh, offense is gone. With the Panthers, I just want to highlight something interesting. If you look at the depth chart, Justin Evans is the backup for every offensive line position. So right guard, left guard, left tackle, right tackle, and center. He is the backup. So if two offensive linemen get injured, they have no one. Because he is also, because there's no third stringer. Anyway, starting with the quarterback, Troy Williams, been doing pretty good. But still, not good enough. Isaiah Henney is a fast receiver, but can they beat the Panthers with that defense. There's that defensive pass rush, Big Roberts, Olive, Sagapolu, Nasir Player, and Vaughn Taylor. They have, and the Maulers came in with high expectations, high hopes, and it's just not played out at all. And honestly, I think the Panthers are going to come up. With the win, I do think Trey Quinn's going to catch at least one touchdown. And I think Stevie Scott is going to rush for at least one touchdown. He's good. And I predict Isaiah Henney catches one touchdown. But I still predict the Panthers winning 23-20. And then Breakers, Showboats. Showboats offense, Cole Kelly's been doing pretty good. And Vinny Papali at wide receiver. And at running back, having Kareth White, he he's done well. He did really well last game they played. For the Breakers' offense, this is a high-powered offense. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, most pass yards in the league. Starting Wes Hills, most rush yards in the league. And... Their tight end, Sage Surratt, I think, leads in in receiving touchdowns. And then their incredible wide receiver duo, Jonathan Adams and Johnny Dixon, have just been doing so well that I predict McLeod Bethel-Thompson throwing four touchdowns. And I predict Johnny Dixon catches two, Jonathan Adams catches one, and Sage Surratt catches one, and Wes Hills rushes for a touchdown. And for the showboats, I predict Vinny Papale catches two touchdowns. 
Aside from, and I predict Kareth White can, uh, rushes for one touchdown, but I don't think it will be enough. I'm predicting a 35-24 victory for the New Orleans Breakers. And next up, Birmingham Stallions at Houston Gamblers. I'm going to say uh, I think the Stallions can repeat. I think they will win this game, definitely. And Zaquandre White, unfortunately, did well his first game, but is out right now. But their offense still finds a way to get going with Alex McGoo. Lost Jamar Smith, but Alex McGoo leads the league in passing touchdowns. And the offensive line has been doing okay with Cole Cabral at center. C.J. Marables, not a bad runner. Tight end Jace Sternberger had a touchdown drought, but is back. Wide receivers, they've lost a few, but most notably (coughs) uh, signed away to the NFL was Victor Bolden, the championship MVP. But they still have Davion Davis and Adrian Hardy, so they can make stuff work. And they still have a defense uh, signed to the NFL was Demarcus Gates. And right now their star linebacker is out, Scooby Wright. And that was a huge blow. Also, Go- Bo Scarborough getting out. They still have a really good place kicker in Brandon Aubrey. And, but... Just so many injuries, but they're still the best team in the league. With the Gamblers, Kenji Bahar has been pretty good. Um, and then at tight end, Clint Sig. Running back, of course, Mark Thompson leads the league in rushing touchdowns. He is just unstoppable. Let's see what he can do against the Stallions' defense. Tio Redding at wide receiver and Justin Hall for the Gamblers. And it will be an interesting divisional game. But I do think the Stallions can win. They have a great coach in Skip Holtz. They're just really good. Now, the Gamblers are good. Second best in the league right now. But will that be enough to... Defeat first in the league, Birmingham. I don't know. Because the Stallions, they are dealing with injuries. And that has been a large problem for them through the entire season. Losing their starting quarterback. Losing a bunch of receivers. And losing... Yeah, they just... And losing Bo Scarborough, a great running back. Losing uh, their best defensive player to injury, uh, who's still on the team. Of course, Marcus Gates was their best defensive player, but he got signed to the NFL. But to injury, losing Scooby Wright, their best defensive player at the time, is just really crushing to a team. And the Gamblers do have a game against Birmingham, which they won. Is it good for another? 
Honestly, I think the Stallions can pull one out. A very close game, but I think they just seem to make it work somehow. And, you know, 6-2 and two speaks for itself, best in the league. And I think Alex Magoo is just so good. I think he passes for three touchdowns. I think Mark Thompson rushes for two touchdowns, and Kenji Bahar throws one touchdown. And I predict that C.J. Maribel or... Magoo can rush for one touchdown. And I think it ends up being a really close game. And I predict Tia Redding catches one touchdown. And I predict Adrian Hardy catches one touchdown. And Jace Sternberger. But it will be really tough for the Stallions. But I think they can pull out a very close 31-28 victory. And it's interesting how the uh, gamblers also have one player being a backup for multiple positions. Linebacker, there are two linebacker spots filled by Isaiah Pryor. And, oh wait, no, I just misread his name. Wait, there are three spots filled by Elijah Jones. Three cornerback spots on the depth chart. Interesting how they do that. But, okay. Time for the last game of the week. Philadelphia Stars, New Jersey General. Stars are going to win because that's how it goes. Although they haven't been the team they used to be. They still have Corey Coleman, who's done well. And... But they have also been hit by injuries. They don't have Chris Rowland playing. They don't have Matt Colburn playing, which, you know, is a huge blow. But Deontay Overton, Corey Coleman, Devin Gray, some capable guys there. And But I think a really crushing blow to this team was the loss of Channing Stribling. The best cornerback in the league last season was unable to play. He did get injured, and it's unfortunate. But the Generals, they have DeAndre Johnson, (coughs) and they have Cam Eccles Looper starting, and Darius Victor, which is really good. I think that the Generals can actually win this game. And I think they can win it by a fair margin. I think they have a 27-17 game in them where DeAndre Johnson uh, rushes for at least 20 yards in the game and passes for two touchdowns. Or Case Cook is passes for two touchdowns and an interception. And I think that Cam Eccles Looper will catch two touchdowns. And Deontay Overton and Corey Coleman will each catch a touchdown. But I think that there is really a good win. I think the Generals can put together a really good win in the game. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Penalty on the Podcaster. 
overtime. I hope you've enjoyed. Once again, not gambling advice at all. I'm not responsible for any money lost gambling on things said in this podcast. Um, This podcast is currently not sponsored. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, my email is in the description. And also, this podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The link to all those will be in the description. And if you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. Costs nothing. Takes about a second. And you can always undo it if you change your mind later. I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime. You'll hear more of me next episode.